And welcome everybody to another episode of the Animaniacast. Where are they going? Home. Welcome to Animaniacs. And welcome everybody once again to the Animated Cast. This is the only podcast out there that's dedicated to the animated television series Animaniacs, as well as other shows in the Rugerverse, such as Freakazoid, Tiny Toon Adventures, and Pinky in the Brain. But today we are talking about something that I think has been on the, I don't know, the minds of a lot of people for many, many days and weeks and possibly months and that of course is the new york comic-con animaniacs panel i am joey and joining me once again is my brother nathan to the max <laughs> and across the country in georgia it's kelly spielbergian we had a very spielbergian clip today that is for certain uh, yes we we had a new york comic-con panel this was all pre-recorded uh, edited very tightly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, I was feel like sorry. Thirty minutes, like oh man, they were like <laughs> get in and out. And I, in some ways, I think that these New York Comic Con and San Diego people, they're like, this is how panels should always be done because you don't have any questions from the audience <laughs> with awkward silences and answers, and you just get in, you say the thing that the studio absolutely okay's, and then you're out of there. In 30 minutes, but uh, it was it was a fun panel. Uh, what were your general impressions of it? Uh, Kelly, let's start with you. Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. That's, that's, that's <laughs> I was hoping he would be in the panel, but he wasn't actually. Oh, no, he's he's a little too busy for these little <laughs> virtual panels. I think San Diego Comic Con is like the only con that he's ever gone to. He's been there twice, I think. Yeah. And uh, twice. Yeah, it's it's hard to get Mr. Spielberg on, you know. But you know, we got we got we got Maurice Lamarche, uh, Rob Paulson, Tress McNeil, Jess Harnell, and uh, Great Gabe Zwar and Willesley Wild. Wesley, Willesley, help me out with this. Wellesley, Wellesley, Wellesley. <laughs> I mean, Wellesley is a cooler name. I think I mean. Wellesley sounds more like you know British or something. I don't. Yeah. Know. But-, uh, <laughs> but Nathan, what was your impression of what you saw at the panel today? Um, well, when you say lots of people have been waiting months for this, are you just talking about us three or what? Probably. <laughs> like, we count as lots, I know, right? lots and lots of people. I know, like two. three. Yeah. <laughs> two or three. <laughs> There's many people on our Discord channel that okay, were very uh, anxious about it, too. But uh, for waiting for months, I don't know about that. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it was exciting um, to uh, hear the same stuff over again and see some new footage. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, there was a lot of the majority of the stuff uh, was stuff that we had heard both from Dragon Con um, and gosh, what whatever, just just panels. The Ottawa and, Film Festival. Ottawa Film Festival had a lot like. Ottawa Film Festival had a lot of uh, really technical stuff. I think if you really mm-hmm. want to get into the 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 look and the feel of the Warners and everything, check out our uh, last episode where you can really get into that. But today's episode was more like a happy feelings panel, if anything, I think, right? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, yay, we love the show. We love, like, yeah. 
Yeah, we're back again. Hooray. It was just stuff that we've heard, you know, for many times. Anytime they can put <laughs> the voice actors in front, they're going to say, you know, things like that. So it was nice to hear those things. But we're going to talk about uh, the stuff we heard. And, of course, we're going to talk about what we saw as well, which, of course, is a really cool uh, Spielbergian Jurassic Park parody, uh, which apparently is, I guess, the cold opening of the first episode. So mm-hmm. we got to see... We got to see something. We didn't get to see a trailer. No, which we didn't, uh, we didn't get the new theme song or yeah, we, that'd be right after. This was probably Welcome to Animaniacs. Better though. Yeah. What What was better about it? Uh, because it it was basically a beat by beat recreation of one of Spielberg's greatest scenes and one of Spielberg's greatest movies, and we got to see Spielberg. So. Um, it's like they looked into my soul and said, so what can we show that would make Ellie really want to watch this? And then that's what they came up with. Right, like start if, off with Spielberg right at the first few seconds. If they did a trailer, they might not have had Spielberg in it at all. Right, because right, when he said it was going to be very Spielbergian, I was like, what does that mean? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, I'm sitting up in my like, chair. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was kind of like... Down. I know. I was kind of like, uh, you know, kind of tuning out a little bit, like here and there. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is stuff we've heard. We've this heard is good stuff. Before. Yeah, we've heard this stuff before. Good, he's good, good. and I was like, oh, I'm gonna put the phone down. I'm gonna sit up straight and listen. <laughs> exactly. Wait, <laughs> what's happening? And then, of course, the moment I saw the vehicle, I was like, I know what they're gonna do here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about some of the things that, and I just wrote down a few um, different notes right here. First of all, it was nice to see um, just. The voice actors just talking about their characters a bit, and and uh, they talked a little bit about the love between the characters and stuff like that, and how Brain would never admit that he had affection for Pinky, but you know that they that there is that that closeness between those characters, and always nice, obviously with Rob and Jess, not Rob and Jess, but Rob and Maurice, I mean, to uh, to get together and. Um, their camaraderie is is so strong, and that just comes across, I think, in the final product um, with their animation, Skatu, because they talked about the family family dynamic being mirrored with uh, Jess, Tress, and Rob. Uh, with I think Tress said Uncle Mar- Uncle Mo or Uncle Maurice or whatever, uh, and they all went off, they all go off of each other and and stuff like that. So it was good. Um, the, they talked about there are more jokes. The moderator, who I think worked for TV Guide, I think, uh, is his job. I think he works for TV Guide. Sure. So, somebody's got to work for TV Guide. they got to yeah. be doing something these someone, days, right? Someone in the world works for TV Guide, so why not, <laughs> not him? Why not him? But he says there's more jokes uh, per minute than sitcoms. And in fact, they, they mentioned packing jokes a couple times in this. Uh, in this. So, I mean, I... Concerning. Yeah, I, I, I first I was like, oh, that's cool, and they talked about how that's going to be give, like replay value to rewatching it again and again. We get so many jokes in this, and there's a there's a weird balance that you have to do with the the idea of packing jokes, in my opinion. Like the like Mystery Science Theater in my mind was always a, a show that had lots of jokes in it in the original run, and it would be something I would rewatch episodes of mystery science theater all the time and rehear a joke or suddenly get a joke that I hadn't got before just based upon my experience of watching uh, other shows and movies that they're referencing. But when it came back to Netflix a few years ago uh, with new voices for the, 
or for Tom Servo and Crow, they really packed in the jokes. And if you watch these clips, they it's like there's no room for laughter or to, or pacing. You know, there's just so much jokes. So that's as as much as I'm like, oh yeah, lots of jokes are great. The other part of me is like, yeah, but what about the time where there's not a joke and there's like the the funny it becomes funny based upon the silence in between the jokes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also uh, when the jokes aren't good, it can be bad. <laughs> like, don't worry. But, there's a lot of them. <laughs> ga- like uh galaxy, uh, not ga- uh, guardians of the galaxy Two. I was like, like the first one's like very funny. And then the second one is just like, Oh, we're going to pack it full of jokes. We're just have joke, joke, joke. Or what, and then just like none of the jokes are good. I feel like in the second. <laughs> it kind of dilutes the quality. Or yeah. Good. And it's like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, so now we're just awkwardly sitting here where we're supposed to be laughing at this show. You know, I don't know. like Quantity over quality, perhaps, you know, yeah, being an issue. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, that that as much as I'm like, okay, that's going to be interesting. And because I wouldn't say that the original series was necessarily crammed full of jokes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was, I wouldn't call it a joke-packed show. They I would say jokes judiciously. Yes, and, it's, uh, and they were... Yeah, so that it's going to be a different style. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how that plays out. And they talked about cutaways and and things like that. And I'm like, oh, that sounds like Family Guy, <laughs> like cutaways. And I'm like, okay, so this maybe this is where we're seeing this um, Wellesley Wild, yeah, Wellesley's yeah. like influence coming in. Um, which again, it's hard to judge. It could work totally. It just yeah, it may be awesome. Yeah, it, it, but it may be kind of like oh. Huh. <laughs> That's interesting. Okay. Um, let's see. Good words about uh, the show. They they talk about um, nostalgia. I wrote down the word script, which I don't know what that meant, but apparently they, they had a script. a script. They showed a script. That's right. They that showed us. <laughs> That's why Nathan's here to go. They showed it. That's right. They showed a few other clips. I'm going to pull it up right now here on my computer. They it's, showed- it's from that same like, – video session that they showed in that teaser trailer. Yes. Kinda, whatever day that was. <laughs> right, right. Uh, let's see. I'm going to pull this up real quick here so I, we, Nathan and I can can read off what they what they say, um, if I can find it. It's at four minutes and two seconds, and then they zoom in a little bit more at parts of it after that. But Okay. Hang on here. going to get to the four minute and two second part. Da, 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 da. You don't have to watch all four minutes. You can just fast Oh, forward. I can do that? Oh, okay. Hang on. Oh, no, it's going to a, a, a commercial. Hang on. <laughs> Skip ad. Okay. Okay, here's something. Stop. <laughs> there we go. Okay, okay. So this looks like from the, the same episode that we were talking about before. With the where, seagulls or something? The, the with? seagulls and the America's Most Tormented Animals. And we read that, um, or... I guess we did it afterwards and I just did it by myself because we, yeah. we were done recording. But um, it, it, what we had been told later by someone working on the show was that that actually that whole last page got changed. And so that wasn't even the ending of the, the Pinky and the Brain episode anymore. So chances are what we see right here with this script may or may not be in the final product. Um, but with that in mind, I'm at the four minute and what does this say? Four second thing. I, it's not show. It's showing me kind of a weird angle. On it's this four data. minutes and two seconds. 
I know you can't read all of it. It's kind of. It's but like, what's interesting is this takes place in 1998. Of mice and memes. Ha 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 ha. I get it. But like of mice. They already and did men. of mice and men. Didn't? Isn't that already? I believe so. I believe that was already an episode. This one was written says by <laughs> Kathleen Ches. I can't really or Chen Kathleen Chen must be Kathleen, Kathleen Chen, Chen and Brian Volk or something. Yeah, Ruiz. I think it was oh, Ruiz. Ruiz. It's, yeah. it's blurry on half the page, and then <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> it'll be fun reading this. Okay, so Interior and, Acme Labs Night. Uh, let's see here. It's uh, something Acme Labs, nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. So I guess that makes sense if it's uh, if they're making fun of uh, America's Funniest Home Videos in this. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, but that is kind of a weird, uh, a weird concept to go back in time for this. Uh, well, this I'm, I'm guessing this will all be taking place. Maybe this will be showing like what the Pinky and the Brain have been up to but, since. But you know, I the funny thing is though with know, with, like, uh, with Pinky the Brain and, and the Warners, and they can pl- take place in just any time period. Yeah, uh, you know the the. The brain and Pinky were in the 1950s for Big Ears Noodle Noggin. You know, it's uh, <laughs> it just depends on, you know, whatever. So anyway, let's go ahead and go through it. So it starts off with Pinky wearing a bathrobe, sits on People magazine like a couch. The headline reads, uh, "Kiss, uh, kiss anonymous, uh, someone <laughs> snacking on 3D Doritos." Ooh, and Surge. <laughs> Pinky turns on a something to the uh, vein of uh, a program. There it is. Program to the vein of Um, America's funniest home videos. And Bob Saget says, I'm your host, Bob Saget. But my friends call me Bobby. And my ex-wife doesn't call me at all. How's that's pretty funny. Now for the week's best clips. On the screen, a parakeet has a head something. And Bob Saget says, Don't try this at home. Uh some of this is blocked by Rob Paulson's water bottle. Yeah, get your water bottle out of the shot, Rob. Jeez. Oh my gosh. Okay, well anyway. Uh interior pinky interior acme labs. Pinky chuckles and shoves another some uh I'm guessing Dorito 3D into his mouth. Nearby, Brain fiddles with something, and Brain says, uh, Pinky, I'm worried this is turning your mind uh, into uh, can't whatever he says. And then Pinky says, Oh, sorry, uh, Narp. <laughs> Missing your line, Nathan. <laughs> oh, I was You're muted. never gonna uh... get the job on the reboot of the reboot. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I zoomed in closer. So I can actually read these now. <laughs> and Brain says precisely. Uh, turn that off. Oh, just one more minute, please. This is my favorite something. something. Um, and, and then on screen, a Furby-like toy moves. And then a Furby-like voice, I watch you when you sleep. And then a <laughs> uh, dog starts barking at it. And that's the end of the page. Well, there we go. <laughs> so there we go. That's a possible. So, you know, making fun of America's home videos. That that's that was something they that honestly may not even really be in the uh, final yeah, production. It sounded like in this first episode, Pinky and the Brain try to take over the world with Instagram. Is what? Yeah, with like YouTube or something. Wasn't there? I thought there was something on YouTube Pink. on the on the last one too. Well, I don't know. He was talking about in this first episode. There's a segment that talks about Instagram mm-hmm. or 
right? And someone's trying to take over the world, I assume Pinky and the Brain would be trying to take over the world. It's okay. Is there like time travel? I don't know exactly what's going know. on with it. But America's Funniest Home Videos, and I believe in the other script that we saw, I was dealing with YouTube, watching YouTube at the end of the, the episode. Yeah. So perhaps time travel is in this episode of some sort. But again, all of this might be completely changed. Is, yeah. <laughs> completely. Exactly. Because yeah, the, the the there's a there's probably a reason they're even showing us the script to begin with, but that it so is useless. We scrapped it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, uh, I'm just going off by the moderator that some there's something about Instagram in the first episode since he had seen it. Yeah, he saw a what, whole episode. What I'm concerned about is, you know, like like you said, the Instagram and YouTube and, and, you know, they're trying to be too maybe edgy and trendy. And then the fact that they looked ahead and it's like, oh, what's going to be relevant and or important in 2020 and wrote to that. And mm-hmm. of course, none of it's relevant now because you right. like, the, oh, Olympics. the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They mentioned the Olympics. Um, I, why focus on real life events when there's plenty of timeless jokes and um, things that they, they could have pulled from that, that wouldn't have been out of fashion a year from now. Yeah, I was watching, uh, and and that's true. And and Rob did mention that key word right there, timeless. And I, uh, and and that is, I think, something that Animaniacs is above all is timeless. Uh, and that's what really the this new show needs to be. Um, and yes, as somebody pointed out in the in the in the chat, well, they mentioned Bill Clinton. In the in the original series, it's like yeah, but they don't really make fun of Bill Clinton. They just and who doesn't know who Bill Clinton is? Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you don't know the whole reference to him playing the sax on Arsenio Hall, which uh, was a very little you know. And they did ultimately take out that part of exactly, the, and yeah. then that no, eventually that just removed. went to in, and yeah, it went to income tax and uh, laughter by the stacks or something because like they that. they recognized it wasn't nearly as timely. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. It's they they mentioned like Kardashians being canceled, and they mentioned uh, obviously the Olympics, thinking that was coming out in 2020, and it's not because you never know what the world's going to throw at you in a lot of ways. So you know, and and also even with Donald Trump, I know a lot of people are looking forward to really them taking on Donald Trump, and I think. That's going to happen. I think Jess Harnell has even alluded to that several times on interviews uh, about you know the president being made fun of. But like we mentioned before, you know November. I mean, who knows what's going to happen on November third? Yeah. Um, it's possible that we won't even have like there might be four years of no- Donald Trump. You know, I don't know. A few more, <laughs> a few more steroid injections, and who knows what's going to happen to Donald Trump anymore? You know, we may not, he may not even be around to be a lame, lame duck. <laughs> But um, it's it's just such a, a uh, it's such a hard thing I think with with writing for this show when you're two years apart from it actually premiering and you want to talk about contemporary things you kind of have to be a fortune teller in a lot of ways um, anyway uh, there's a few other things they they talked about with the show they talked about music being a very important uh, part of the show uh, obviously once again talked about. Uh, Steve and Julie Bernstein doing the underscore, uh, and and Randy Rogel writing some of the songs, um, and how it was a it's a variety show aspect. Once again, uh, Gabe Zwar, uh mentioned how he really liked working on the show because he wanted to do a kind of a variety show thing. Um, um, 
Did y'all get the same uh, thought as I did? Because he, he made it sound like um, from segment to segment, like even the animation would be different. Um, mm-hmm. It sounded like the animation wouldn't even be consistent throughout the show. The animation um, would be consistent? Would, would not yeah, be? I, yeah, I think I heard that too. But that's that's. I think he's talking about like, other than the Warner's cartoon, like we're going to go into different kind of animation styles and we do these new characters and stuff like that. So like, okay, so you think they'll be consistent, but like the new characters, that's what I took it at. And that's why it's, he's going into the variety. Like, Oh, we can come up with new characters, right? With new new visual styles. I did visual styles on different, you know, so like Mindy's and buttons. um, Cause then like, you don't want to mess with, you know, too hard and too fast with with what we're seeing i don't think yeah. yeah well even the original show did do that a bit i mean you look at the skullhead cartoons and i was like the backgrounds on on uh good idea bad idea because yeah. they were all I simplified and 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 the the colors i i'm not exactly sure what the um the template with that would be, but it seemed like they were doing a much more like 1950s kind of Looney Tunes look where you would have like the outline of a, tr- uh, let's say like a, a tree, uh, a pine tree. And then the color of it was slightly like off. So like uh, overlaid a little bit differently. Um, it's just a very specific kind of style. I would see like in older cartoons, but they would only do it with uh, good idea, bad ideas. Um, okay. I just wasn't exactly sure what you meant by that. So uh, yeah, well, I, I, I think here's the thing. I think a lot of people are going to want, obviously a lot of people in the chat and everything are going, we're sloppy. We're sloppy. It's, it's always perhaps the biggest disappointment. I think of all the characters not returning for fans is saying Slappy's doesn't look like she's returning. I think the creators of the show, meaning um, not the creators of this reboot, uh, Wellesley Wilde and Gabe Zoar are much more focused on their own new characters mm-hmm. uh, that they really wanted to kind of promote their, their own. And I was disappointed that we did not get a, even a peek at those there. I think they were focusing more on the nostalgia factor in this panel than the new stuff that we're going to be seeing. And they just wanted to leave you with, they didn't want to have any sort of controversy or, or anything like that. Yeah. In, yeah. They played it very safe. And even what we saw you know, it was it was beat for beat recreation of Jurassic Park, so you you can't even really tell much from the writing style because they basically just redid Jurassic yeah. Park. I mean, they, we'll they changed six they words. Help, yeah, and be like, yeah, let, let's go and let's go and play the audio uh, from that clip right now. Here it is. species of cartoon has been extinct since 1998. I mean, these haven't been seen on TV since the golden era of animation. And... and what? That, oh yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He did it. That 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 crazy son of a gun actually did it. Clean vectored outlines, widescreen format. These don't look like reruns. Uh, well, uh, they're not. <laughs> I reanimated them. We are gonna make a fortune with this show. 
How zany are they? Oh, uh, uh, to the max. Uh, of course. Uh, then there's uh, Pinky and the Brain. P Pinky and the Brain? You said you're bringing back Pinky and the Brain? Mm-mm. Say it again. We're bringing back Pinky and the Brain. <laughs> Put your head between your knees. Boingy, 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 boingy. Where are they going? Home. Welcome to Animaniacs. Wake up! So there you go. That was our first uh, look at the Warners in... Uh, they changed a lot worse than I thought they did, but it's still very heavily inspired by Jurassic Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't... I mean, it, yeah, they did... But you're right, though. They didn't really get a chance to really show off the the new writing that much when they're, when they're parroting... When 90% of it is, is dialogue from <laughs> something we've already seen before. But it was cute. I um, was voicing Spielberg because... Yeah, that was not Frank was Welker. He's yeah. most familiar. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think it was Rob Paulson. Um, not, not that I hear it again. No. But it was not Frank Welker. Um, no. I almost it, it almost sounded like a an accurate portrayal. It sounded like a pretty good accurate portrayal of what uh, Spielberg sounds like. Um, a little bit. I mean, Kelly's the expert on that one. Right? I don't know. I haven't heard him. He hasn't been on our show. So <laughs> one of these days. <laughs> um, yeah. Kelly's head would literally explode. You just, that, that episode, <laughs> if that, if that happened, you just hear, and Kelly, <laughs> it was her head exploding. Just like the boys. <laughs> But, um, but anyway, uh, so what did you guys think of, uh, the, I mean, did, did you, I mean, Kelly, you said you laughed out loud for that. Yeah. Yeah. But I did not like the animation style. The animation. Okay. The, the let's, I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. Nathan, what were your general impressions of the clip that you saw? Um, it, uh, made me laugh. It gave me feels. Um, <laughs> just cause I mean, the underscore of Jurassic park is just kind of like, you can't help, but feel a little emotional when you're like, Oh my gosh, such a good movie. <laughs> yeah, they can bring John into it. I mean, I'm sure it's, it's slightly different, but it's pretty close to the actual theme. Yeah. 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 Um, they like, try to disguise it too much. And I really thought the uh, the Hulu executive being the lawyer was very funny. So yeah, that that was the part that on both <laughs> watches. Yeah, on both parts, uh, Hulu Hulu executive say we're going to make a fortune. Is, <laughs> th th that was funny. I mean, putting yeah, him in that like, role was was good. Uh, uh, you know, it was it was it was nice. It was it was definitely it was definitely humorous. It made me smile. But like you were saying, Kelly, the animation. It it just it kind of felt. I showed it to my wife right afterwards, and I said, "What did you think?" She goes, "That animation looked weird." <laughs> and it was like, "Yeah, it does." And I was like, "I don't know how to describe it." And this was her words: "Was it looks herky jerky," and mm -hmm. and I it kind of does like just the fluidity of certain parts, like it's other not parts. Beautiful to look at. It's the colors are very very bright. Mm -hmm. like incredibly bright and also very simplified the look you know it's i don't know it just didn't look like the original as we're, much as i uh, yeah used to. we're not animation experts but yeah. we just know that we're like oh it looked weird <laughs> it looked different <laughs> <laughs> um but but yeah there's there's certain parts where it looked kind of herky-jerky and then it would go to another like like let's talk about alan grant for example like when he's first pulls up 
it looks like almost like they're missing a frame of animation, perhaps in between the frames. I'm not exactly sure. But then when he stands up and takes off his glasses, that looked good. And then when the Warners are doing kind of a cartwheel down the hill, that looked really fluid. But then they were herky-jerky nether moments. So I don't know. The style is definitely different. I'm not necessarily going to say it's worse or better It'll or whatever. It'll take getting used to, I It'll think. definitely take you know time to get used to the different style. Um, but... I don't know. What Any other general impressions? I think I said all I could really about that in first part. Uh, Nathan Kelly? I did like the way Spielberg looked. Um, they, they made him look a lot like John Hammond. Um, yes. But he also looked mm-hmm. a lot like himself. So, because, uh, you know, now he's got white hair and stuff. And in real life, Stephen has, uh, you know, grayish hair. Um, and... Uh, a lot less hair than he used to. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, so I like the way they, they blended the you know Hammond and Spielberg and, and came up with what what they have. So uh, and of course he's wearing a baseball hat like always. Yeah, with kind of a Warner Brothers ish slash. I almost thought it was a Universal logo at first, and then I looked at it again and said, "No, it's the it's the Warner Brothers shield, but like blue." And I did like how they put Warner Brothers logos on the car instead of the Jurassic Park logo and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. There's, I noticed they they called them the Warner Brothers, not the Animaniacs. Uh, I was just thinking that the <laughs> from last week, the from that one. Uh, 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 artist or whatever the right we did have some feedback saying they right, shouldn't call like the show but they yeah, said no. welcome to animaniacs also so you know yeah they, that's true <laughs> <laughs> there is a part of me that says yeah maybe the show i mean they would never change the show title from animaniacs to yeah the pinky the the yakko wacko and dot show featuring pinky in the brain especially because they're <laughs> going to introduce all these new you know characters and just yeah. call them animaniacs but um yeah Anyway, but it, yeah, it would be like doing Tiny Toons and just being like, "Yep, that is Buster and Babs." And Buster and Babs and Plucky. Yep, there that's, we go. That's, that's Tiny, Tiny Toons Adventures. Those are the Tiny Toons. Like, <laughs> I mean, they were. I, there's also <laughs> there's a lot of other ones. <laughs> Um, well, I think, you know, th- there's not much to say other than obviously we still uh, have a trailer coming out at some point, And we've been told that there's a couple different versions of it that are being worked on uh, that look great. Um and at least that's the words from the people obviously behind the production. Uh, they, you know, it's good to think that there's great confidence behind it. And we can't wait to actually see more and get a lot more specific information other than the the positive love fest that we saw today, which is always great. But it's also stuff that, I mean, obviously we've been following it so closely that we're like, where's the new stuff? <laughs> we got yeah. this. We got this. And that was great. Um, we got a very Spielbergian clip. And I, I guess we can mention that the guy, they, they're mentioning the Olympics, and it, we believe that the guy that's on that poster, there's a guy on the poster that's oh, been the, sitting the in the one that looks naked. Yeah. And he's, he's uh, I believe, in that Olympics episode. Um, that makes sense. From what we were kind of, you know, made to believe is that uh, he'll be in that Olympics episode and probably nothing else. Just for the record, at any rate. Let's go ahead and wrap things up, I suppose. Let's get to some contact information. Nathan, where can people get in contact with you online? Oh, Joey, I'm on Twitter. Uh, Django FT, that's me. And Kelly, what about you? I'm 
also on Twitter, Yoda Princess, Y-O-D-A-P-R-N-C-S-S, or email me, Kelly, at BigShinyRobot.com. All right, and as for the Animaniacast, you can reach us over on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and you can head on over to our Discord channel as well. We can talk to some great other fans about all the great stuff that you're seeing about Animaniacs every day, as well as talking about the original stuff as well. You can get a welcome link by going to discord.animaniacast.com, and that'll take you right on over to the uh, Discord group for RetroZap, where you can talk to us and other podcasters and writers from the RetroZap network, and we're a proud member of the RetroZap podcast network. You can actually subscribe to the RetroZap uh, feed on your favorite podcast player, and that way you can get this podcast and every other RetroZap podcast delivered straight to your device for free. Well, that'll do it for today's episode. So, for Nathan and Kelly, this is Joey saying good night, everybody! Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, Tiny Toon Adventures, Freakazoid, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast unless otherwise indicated.